Hello, and welcome to the uh, fifth anniversary extravaganza of the Chainsaw Buffet podcast. Uh, allow me to introduce our hipster band on mandolin. It's Dylan. I actually didn't bring it down. I should have done that. You should have run. Get it. On, on acoustic guitar, it's Charlie. Hello. And playing the piccolo is Chad. I thought he played the skin flute. That yeah, same thing. I was going to say bagpipes. Uh, that too, because it's the, the only bagpipes. instrument annoying <laughs> enough for me. Uh, and I am the band's frontman, uh, John. Uh, I'll I'll say that as as the black line of the podcast. I don't True. think I don't think the mockumentary is up at the time we're recording this, but uh, check our YouTube and check the site because we'll have it up soon. Uh, I think the YouTube is is chainsawbuffet dot com. The dot is spelled out. It's D O T C O M because we're awesome like that. Yeah, we couldn't just do Chainsaw Buffet on... on we don't YouTube. abbreviate anything. Well, I think somebody else actually has the username. Fuck those guys, by the way. He's not kidding, by the way. Yeah. I, I got this a couple days ago. Oh, wait. So, yeah, we, we do have... I a, think you should be playing the mandolin the entire podcast. No, fuck that shit. <laughs> <laughs> or at least you should be you should be holding it like you're about to play it at any moment. Who do we want? Mandolin. That's what you. That's the first song you need to learn on mandolin. No, you you <laughs> need a ukulele. I, that's I what you need. You not. It really does sound like a ukulele. If you're Amazon will probably put a ukulele up for sale. Ukulele deals. The ukulele is what the devil invented when he was trying for the guitar. I know. And All he right. grabbed the the resize handles and pulled it out a bit and added a couple strings in. So, really quickly, uh, do we want to talk about Anime Blast Chattanooga? Because we did go down there yes. uh, for that Saturday that was going on. Um, blah, 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 uh, played in the tournament. Blah, 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 won. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Grego's Game Shows. Seriously. Fucking love Grego. Uh, check out his Twitter. Check out his Facebook page. Check out his YouTube. He's got the videos from Anime Blast Chattanooga up on his YouTube. Oh, cool. Go watch the fucking match game. Yes. Because it was so fucking hilarious. Yeah. Uh, Did he actually censor out the... Uh... You know, I haven't watched it yet. Okay. But, but, okay. but uh... There's a moment. There's there's a moment. Um, and for anyone who's not familiar with the match game, it's basically where the host... Uh, it's Cards Against Humanity as a game show in the 70s. Yes. Uh, you have to fill in the blank uh, from whatever phrase the host is saying, and all the celebrities will write it down and... Then the contestant guesses, and they reveal what they wrote down, and you, know, you score points that way. But uh, there, the the statement was, uh, Wreck-It Ralph already has a Chinese porno called Blanket Ralph. And the girl who is the contestant, after everyone had written everything down, yells, Fist it, Ralph! And uh, everybody gets a laugh. And then Greg was like, whoa, we're going to have to bleep that. Yes. Okay, fast forward to next question. I don't even remember what the fucking question was. <laughs> but Professor Shy Guy, like during the whole thing, has messages written down on the back of his cards while he's writing down the answers on the front. I should have silenced my phone. Fuck you. Um, <laughs> Please silence all devices. Yep. We're entering the theater. And immediately everyone checks. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to take if that's the case of beer. Oh, uh, actually, this is this is uh, relevant to what we're doing, so I'll read it here in a minute. Um, anyway, on the back of Professor Shy Guy's card, after Grego explicitly says he's going to bleep it out, he wrote down, 
it said she said fist it. It was awesome. I wonder if the camera would even pick it up because I mean he's got to get Gregor's got to get a wide shot. It's the to, principle of the thing. Well, no, I'm, what I'm saying is would even I don't know if he would, if he would have to censor it just because if Gregor's got to get a wide because he doesn't have a. I mean the the cameraman I think isn't really like yeah but if you like switching the shot up, up, you might be able to see it yeah maybe it depends on the quality of Gregor's camera if he's shooting in like 1080p or something because that was a pretty that was a larger I don't know that might have been a larger area than than he usually than he does for some of those games just because you've got to fit so many people in at one time um quick and also shout out to Cody Warhammer Cody Warhammer was on the panel as well uh, with uh, he was saying with next to Kylie Bear and then. Uh, uh, Stephanie Karbowski? Brittany Karbowski. Karbowski. Thank you for correcting me. I knew I didn't have it right. Um, and Aaron Dismuke. And who was the other person? Eric Stewart. Eric Stewart, Eric Stewart that's right. Um, that was a good guest panel. That was a really was, fucking good guest yes. panel. Um, yeah. That was a good game. Because Eric Stewart, despite being known for you know Pokemon and Yu-Gi-Oh! And lesser known the Slayers, which is far superior to either of those other two shows. Uh well, is is one most anything is very nice, mm-hmm. dirty mouth son of a bitch. Not like not like vulgar, but like a very. Um, I don't know if if subtle is the is the word, but he uses it as necessary. Yeah. It, it's it's it is a it is a seasoning. It is not a uh, yeah. It's not the main. He doesn't, he doesn't cuss like a sailor, but he does have a, he does have a song that is basically about oral sex. Yeah. No, I'm pretty sure it's about lollipops. No, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm just gonna go ahead and call it. Uh, can't it be about both? It could. It could work on many levels. But I don't think it's about cunnilingus, though. So you know. No, no. Uh, well, it could it could be more about. It could be in a metaphorical level. I think you guys are looking at it too symbolically as a one particular symbol when it could mean a lot of different things. I'm done. I don't want to have this discussion anymore. What? what so I was talking? looking at it literally. He's looking at it metaphorically. You're looking at it anagogically. What? Yeah, pretty much. Like, it, it doesn't have to... It can be I, any sort of I using. I hate you for as making usual, me remember overanalyzing the one. Yep. Okay. So... I want you guys to think about this. I'm not going to force you to answer right now because this is going to require some thought. But before the end of the show, I want you to come back to me with uh, your, you know, we'll we'll say we'll do a six-person panel uh, of your dream match game crew, like who would be on that? Oh man! But mm. but we'll come back to that. Um, mm. Okay. We we did uh, see Eric Stewart in concert. Was yes. very good. Which I'd never seen him in concert. Had you guys seen him before? No, I can't remember. no. I, I have a CD from. See, that's from that's what I was thinking. Is like I bought his CD when we first saw him at MTAC, and I don't even think I'd ever. I think I lost it immediately. Like I don't think I ever got a chance to listen to this. This is the first time I actually heard him play. He's really good. He yes. is really really good. It's it's a style that of of rock that I would not have associated with like an anime con because typically no. if, if they're not a, a it's kind of an americana rock yes like, it, it it was which it, i love for yeah. me it was reminiscent of a combination of like tom petty hootie and the blowfish um yeah that's a good description but. yeah it's it's a different style from what we're typically used to hearing at, at conventions because it's not dance music yes yeah you can't dance to it. Well, you could dance well, to yeah, it. Yeah, there, you know, there were people dancing to it. Mostly just Cody and Lauren. But hey, shout out to Cody and Lauren. Yeah. Um, 
Shout out to, to Cody for staying in the main events room apparently the I entire know. He, damn he was the sand guy. The sand sound. guy. The sound guy the entire time. Yeah. That that was pretty cool. Um some other things that you guys went to. We went to oh, yeah. the pres- the Professor um, Shy Guy panel. Yeah, yes. Shy Guy's acoustic set, which uh I did get a chance to talk to him very briefly on Sunday. Yeah. And apparently that had been because Dylan had had made mention that, you know, if he did an acoustic, if he did acoustic versions of his songs, that that you would purchase it. Yeah, I got the impression he does more like chip tunes. Yeah, his, yeah. his songs are definitely stop. more. Chip However, tunes. I mentioned that to him, and he said that he'd actually heard that a decent amount, and if I recall correctly, was looking at actually doing that. Be seems because like he be... enjoyed he enjoyed doing them as an acoustic set. Um, so it may be something you that that people, will, Professor Shy Guy fans, will see in the future, uh, an acoustic album of his songs, which would be cool. And apparently, I asked, I, I mentioned the like the digital download thing, and it, and whatever service he's using to do physical CDs, he said was so cheap that for him that it and he could do on demand um, batches, so it was never a, a large outlay of cash. That's so. a great. Uh... It's great if you can get it. Yeah. Yep. Uh, what else? Um, I believe we went to the voice actor panel, which you had had uh, uh, I... questions about. No, when Dylan suggested it, I was like, "Why? No." And he's like, "No, no, no it'll be fine." I'm like, "The second I hear that damn question, I'm out. I'm, I'm out. I'm done." Um, <laughs> that question. Everyone knows what that question is. Best, if you've been to a well, it's two questions. But they're so similar. Okay, so here's the question. Did the question get asked, and did someone come up with a clever answer? No, it was never. I have never been in a voice actor panel where the question was not asked, and the question was never asked. Now, granted, there were a couple instances where I was like, you're getting close, and I want to reach over and smack somebody. Is this the question or the other question? Both. Neither of them were ever asked. Really? I I have I shit you not I have never been in a voice actor Q and A panel. You don't even have to say the question because it was you a Q and A panel. Speak. It was not set up as like some other kind of panel. Well, and they did Q and A at the my end. My question it was, was specifically Q&A which panel. one was he talking about as the first question? It was a Q and A panel but, with, with pretty much all of their voice as actors. As long as both of them were not because asked, it was then. it was Bear, it was. Uh, it was Brittany, it was Aaron Dismuke, it was Eric, Eric Stewart. Was there yeah. anybody else there? No, that was it, I, I think, unless I'm, um, I'm going to feel really embarrassed if there was, and I'm forgetting someone. But it was it was never asked. No. And that was, it was glorious. And it was actually, a, it, it was, with a few exceptions, almost what you'd get out of one of our interviews. Yeah. Because, like, at some time, at, at points, it, it's, it's straight into, like charity stuff because, what's your favorite pet you know, yeah like and that got they, into they talked about rescue animals, rescue animals. Um, what's your favorite kind of scotch i think that scotch yeah. got mentioned somewhere else and yeah. that prompted another question that was oh, just... that's that's a question that needs to come up more often at conventions well, <laughs> well apparently eric stewart that is one of the beverages on who you have at your convention. just uh, as long as the answer is not here let me show you what a coincidence Apparently he has three beverages. It's black coffee, Gatorade, and scotch. And all of them are either in the booth or close to the booth. I can get behind that philosophy. But it it easily... So, uh, big respect to Anthony by Chattanooga, although I don't know if they had anything to do with the fact that that question was not asked, unless they hand-chose, you know, who got to be in. I was about to say, the the only time I've seen anybody just, like, 
crack the whip on the Q&A panel is Tara Platt. Just like... God bless shutting, her. Shutting it down. God bless her for it. Because they were asking dumbass questions like, who would win in a fight between you know, Roy Mustang and... Uh, and Broly. And Tara Platt's like, no, 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 no. Here's what we're going to do. You're going to form a line. If you have a question about voice acting or anything like that, get in the line. If not, sit your ass down, bitch. I love Tara Platt. I love her so much. And instead, um, we got questions about scotch and what kind of microphone someone yeah. should use. And oh, uh, it, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, that that was a perfect storm right there. That that, that will was. never happen again. Um, uh, what else? There was the cosplay contest, which was very quick. Um, yes, like nice. I was just gonna peek in on it because we thought Chris. Well, Chris thought he was gonna be emceeing it, and then. Found, like, he found out 20 minutes before the cosplay concert that he was supposed to emcee it, and then when he got there, found out that he wasn't supposed to emcee it. It was weird. Um, I don't know what We'll come back there, to Chris in a second. But There's stories. <laughs> they need well, to be But told. we went to the cosplay contest, so there was that. Uh, what else? Went to the Manpower K-pop panel, briefly. Panel. Um, yeah, because we, we got caught in something else, so we missed... The first of it. We were sitting over to the side, and Chris, I believe, sent uh, people to come dance. I don't know us. that he sent them. I think it was one of the. One I of the that... I don't I'm, know. I'm willing to bet that Chris sent them. Maybe. I would say so. Um, it's entirely possible. With it me. was a shame we missed most of it because it was a good panel last year too. It was weird, though, and I think it's because they That's had it at a much later time. Um, there was a very small crowd for it. There had been a there had been a a sizable crowd for it last year. But very few people for it this year. And I can only assume because it was later in the day. Yeah. I think it must have been time. Uh, what else? 25,000 yen pyramid. Yes. Uh, that was good. Because Grego. I missed so much awesome. shit during the tournament. I was there for like four hours. But that's what happens when you win. Well, yeah. plus, did they not get started late or something? They did. They started Because I, cause I remember late. when I talked to Dylan, we were trying to figure out dinner. Because the, t- technically the tournament was supposed to have been going on for an hour, and Dylan said you hadn't even been up yet. No, they yeah. they took forever to get everything set up, and of course they're running like four tournaments at once. Ah. I kind of felt know. bad that we missed so much of 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 that because like the the con chair, I think he's the con chair. He's one of the staff members came up to us and was like, "Hey, do you guys need anything? Do you guys need any interviews?" Like. Yeah, they which, they were super accommodating to I us. I know, they, so I hated we couldn't take them yeah. up on the offer because we were just yeah again. Yeah. Unfortunately, just we were there a perfect day, storm yeah. of of crap that we had to do. And but, yeah, they they've always been just super nice to us. It sounds like they have like really great relationships with everyone downtown. So yeah, they must. It's so just, I, yeah, I've been I've been really amazing. impressed with with ABC's staff. Yeah, um, very much from so. director on down. Like I've. I've not had a, a negative interaction with any of them, and I kind of get the same vibe from, from the people in charge of, of Anime Blast that I kind of get from MTAC, in yeah. that they're, they're people that aren't putting it on because they're power tripping. or. But it's not like huge yet, where you yeah, have to huge, have like this giant but, organization. But, it, but it's people that, that seem to care about putting on <clears throat> a really enjoyable convention. Yeah. yeah. So hopefully, I, I'm, I, maybe next year we'll actually get to... Yeah, that that's one that I can see. Yeah, you know, of all the local conventions, which we yeah, and they've got a really and they've really got a really nice space too. It's very reminiscent of uh, the one that Hamacon uses. Again, like they've got really good connections downtown. It seems like downtown. How did the tournament go? 
Um, well, great since I won. <laughs> but but as far well, obviously. But I mean, as far as execution, because um, we sort of handed that. I don't think we've actually said anything in depth. It was well, considering that they had you know like three people running, you know like four tournaments simultaneously. It went fairly well. I mean, there were times where there were down periods because you know, like I had to wait um, to play. I think both winners finals and uh, eventually grand finals because the guy I played against and each time was playing in the Street Fighter Four tournament <laughs> and got really far into that. So I was waiting on him a lot of the time, but that can't be helped. No. Um, they they did a good job. Um, most of the setups were on like CRT or Asus monitors. A couple of them weren't, but uh, again, that's probably just more of a yeah. But it's thing. it's it's I guess it's too kind of impressive that they went to the effort, yeah, the, of getting Asus the, and, and CRT. The guy for uh, I can't, I can't think of his name, um, unfortunately, but the guy who ran it uh, was a big part of the the Chattanooga fighting game scene. So okay, so he, he knew his shit. Yeah, he he knew what he was doing. That's cool. Was there? Let's see. And then I got messages on Facebook the next day talking about how. Uh, you know, they had me to their to their Chattanooga group and said, you know, John Robbins came down from Knoxville and bodied Chattanooga. I'm like, yeah. Cool. It happens. Um, let's see, what else? This uh, Dealer's room, tiny. Yeah. But I mean, it had a little but but it yeah. had a little bit of everything. So it wasn't like, you know, they were playing to one demographic. Right. Which was yeah. cool. Um, Artist Alley was surprisingly good. There's, I can't, I wish I could remember the name of the artist. Oh. There, there was one thing on the schedule that that we uh, were talking about. There's like some sort of My Little Pony. Oh, like God help! I wish <laughs> like I, some I, sort of Rule Thirty Four. Yes, I really. I, it was like Ponies After Dark or something, and I really wish that I'd kept that I had the uh, program on me so I could read off the thing that should not be. Like, okay, people that schedule the panels at Anime Blast, I love you, I really do, but you need to learn how to say no. Um. <laughs> Because guess, reading the description, that is the perfect example of the panel that you should see and go, you know, we're going to pass on this one. <laughs> Dear people of Anime Blast Chattanooga, if you're listening, I want you to hear something. I understand that, you know, there's other people that you want to fill these spots. But, if either A, you just need an extra name on your guest list, or B... Somebody's submitting a Rule 34 panel, and you don't have any, anyone else, you know, submitting a panel so you can say no to them, let us know. We can help. We can Is it help. bad that I really don't see anything wrong with this potential panel? You don't see anything wrong with a Rule 34 panel. My Little Pony panel. You who should I've hate My Little Ponies... I I don't know why. I just I've expect never, that you hate Brian. Well, you would expect Mike to as well, it, but, and he is one. Uh, so I've uh, never watched it, but I've seen much, much worse things. Oh, you probably get exposed to a lot of it on the um, uh, AllSpark forums, don't you? Not really. They actually keep it fairly clean. But well, not the Rule Thirty Four stuff. But I mean, just bronies in general. In general, because I recall so you much. saying like when it first when when not it first so came out that you were seeing a lot of avatars from it. It's died off something. Oh really? Hmm. But but as I said, it something else shiny. I've yeah. I've yeah. seen worse. Uh, I've it, seen much much worse. Um, oh, 
But yeah, there was there was an artist in the artist alley. I wish I remember his name because I've never seen him at any of the conventions. I think he's based out of like Cincinnati or something, and does just amazing oil paintings. Oh, I ended up that, getting yeah, I saw those because and it was because when I first walked into the artist alley, he was like right as you walk in the door, I was like, I gotta come back and buy some. As soon as I saw some of his work hanging up, I was like, I, I'm gonna have to get something. And I kept getting busy and not being able to get back. And luckily was able to stop in very, very briefly on Sunday, right before, I think, Artist Alley closed, um, to pick up some stuff. Because, holy crap, he's good. I wish I could remember his name, so I could say, go buy his stuff. But Now, is is there anything else that we can think of from Anime Bless Chattanooga? I... Chris, Chris from the Manpower kept trying to get random women to hug me. It worked sometimes. It worked sometimes. Oh. They did, although that was that was just creepy because there was the you know you would have the standoff like, are you really going to do this because you you're a stranger, I'm a stranger, this is weird, and some people would just walk off, and then some people would not. He's a strange man, and I'm scared of him. I I love Chris, but it's always entertaining. It's always awkward and scary and entertaining. I, I almost wish Chris were here in person for this podcast, for this episode. So that he could hug Dylan? Yes. Because he would. One one thing that I... Uh, Sad that we missed the Manpower concert, by the way. Yes. Yes, that was Friday. Oh, wait, wait, next, next year, I think we just need to, to say fuck it and go all three days. Wait, I was thinking the same thing. Because it's a really good time. We, um... And they and, treat us really, really well. Yes. Yeah. Better than we deserve. Better Far than, better. Than, yeah, like... And they always have. Yeah. yeah. Like, ever since the first contact, they're like, hey, somebody wants to cover us. Yeah. They're just, yeah, they're just cool guys. And girls. And so guys. if you're listening, God bless you guys. Um, yeah. But one story I, I want, before we move on, I wanted to relate. Um, we were sitting out there. Uh, it, was, it was close to when we were getting ready to leave. We were just sitting out there in the hallway talking. And uh, of Charlie's friends who came down to meet us there. And yeah, she wasn't really into anime like you know she was aware of some shows but you know mm-hmm. i don't think she had been to a convention before no and there was like a laura croft cosplayer and somebody else walk up to this guy and they both yell kamehameha and she looks to me and she goes okay so why are the people in costumes you know like yelling and fighting each other and i look at her straight face and said well those people are retards. Um, <laughs> I to oh, did Ann Coulter suddenly show up? Oh, sorry. <laughs> yes, uh, I, I'm On really Ann Coulter oh. in a fat suit. No. Um, <laughs> no. Oh, I kind of want to see that. That would be uh, hilarious. But... Anyway. If Tyler Perry ever gets a hold of her. Yes. I, I, or Martin Lawrence. I went on to explain. I said, well, you see, sometimes people dress up as characters from various shows or games. And, you know, the, sometimes they'll even go so far as to pretend to be the character. But what those people were doing... When a fan and a they fan actually, love each other very much. Yes, but what those people were doing <laughs> weren't actually anything from any of the games or shows that they were uh, pretending to be from. So they're just exactly. retards. Yeah. Anyway. Anime Blast Chattanooga, everybody. It's got retards. No, that, that, no, that, no. Wow. <laughs> Superman. Oh, us oh, chief amongst There them. goes our sponsorship. Well, so we're going to have to uh, edit that. Yeah, no. no we'll she said in. fist. She did say fist. Oh. <laughs> anyway. 
Then we love you, anyway. Yeah, that's a, that is um, the first year was was what I saw was pretty good, but I, this year was was really really good. Which maybe I just went to different panels. Maybe it's always that awesome. I don't know. Yeah, it, I think part of it has to do with like you're kind of rolling the dice when you go there for part of a day. Yeah, so if you're gonna go, go for the whole damn thing, so you can see it all. Right. Do that for every convention. Go for the whole well, damn thing. Not every convention. There are probably some you don't need to go to the whole. Thing. I don't know. I'm just I'm Adventure Con. Uh, what what con is it? Any, Adventure con. Any any convention that is a is a dealer's that is an excuse for a dealer's room is probably yeah. not like worth. the one in Knoxville that's supposed to have Terry Strong but didn't. That wasn't their fault. That was not their fault. That was the new Teen, Teen Titans yeah. show fault. But which granted, Terry Strong that's a that's a kind of a big get. So that one again, it's not maybe not worth the entire convention when it's. Most of it's just a dealer's room. Yeah. But. Maybe next year they'll be better. Um, but let's move on. Uh, because as of this month, uh, November, late November, uh, Chainsaw Buffet, the website, not the podcast, uh, is now five years old. So then we get yes. to do another one of these when the podcast is five years old? Sure. Maybe. Why the hell not? All right. <clears throat> that would be in August. Is when yes. This is the first one. People, I'm hoping if that's far enough away that there'll be a strange sense of deja vu. <laughs> Didn't they did already the do that? Same thing. I don't remember. But well, they, won't, they won't be able to remember exactly what happened. That just that just seems really familiar. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So, so we we have the elusive Chad here with us, the founder, the man who started it all. Yep. Chad, okay. tell us. Well, you're being interviewed. Why the fuck? Yes, yeah, I, I'm. I've gone to interview now. Really? Yeah. Uh, what prompted you to start Chainsaw Buffet? To hate life in America that much. Well, at the time, I was working for a, as a part-time snake handler for a small <laughs> traveling circuit. Fair enough. And I sought a way to augment my income, and Which I knew Dylan from participating in a series of European gold heists years before. <laughs> It sounds vaguely like your bio on the site. Go ahead. When I, your author bio on Amazon as well. I think it's the same thing, isn't it? No, no. I make up new shit for this. I know. I can tell. It's just he's been so, he's been working on this. When I roused Dylan from his slumber, the grease from a half-eaten bag of pork rinds glistening on his lips, I said, "Let's start a fucking website." But you couldn't talk Dylan into the fucking, so it was just a website. <laughs> He's got his secret porn site for that. He didn't, yeah. he didn't want And with that, I have resurrected a, a joke even older than the site. Yes. A lie. The porn baron a of horrible McMahon lie. County. The ballad of Dylan But the no, porn it, baron. it just came out of, we decided, well, let's do something semi-professional and have it as kind of an extra bullet point on our resumes. And at the time, I was looking for... Some kind of an outlet for writing random shit, Rage. which started out to be reviews and what? Nothing, love you. Well, you had, you posted like some of your short stories, and you were—I yeah. think you were trying to shop those around. Yeah. And what was, was what more was of a place to have them than to shop them? Well, yeah, yeah. That—that's what it eventually became. But I know I kept pushing you to do a blog, and I think we bought darkclown.com because you went by Beelzebozo, Dark Clown, whatever. And I set up the blog, and then we 
bought Chainsaw Buffet randomly because you had been listening it to Lordy. It was Lordy. a much better name. And we're like, okay, we're just going to create a site where we can both post stuff. It was a much better name and concept. It was. and But I just, I think it was so funny how it just randomly came together. Like, the name was random. The concept was random. I kind of had in my mind, like, a something awful style comedy site. Yeah, minus the audience. Yeah, minus yeah. the audience. Because everyone can do that. Anyway, anyone can have an and audience. Dylan, Everyone, we, we got to have a talk do. about maybe redoing uh, the menu because I, I was trying to go back and like find the oldest postings, and I don't know that there's a way to do it. Um, actually, if you just go to the homepage, yeah, you heard it here first. Uh, you should be able Site to scroll down to the bottom. Yeah. Oh, there's right. a, there a it last is. button is. on the Inavigable? page. Un- well, whatever. It is unwieldy. There, there is Welcome to our unwieldy that website. wants to convert it to WordPress now that it's kind of in a finalized form. We've added everything. We really, you know, like we've done the podcast, which we didn't think about doing when we first uh, set up the site. We've done we've all done kinds videos. of, yeah, like we've done videos. And, but converting it to WordPress would be a huge, huge. Thir- 34 Optimus Primes. Yes. That Which I'm looks... sure that number is is far outdated now. Actually, I took down the shrine. That's sad. I no longer have shelf space. But I mean, there's probably more what than they can up with. Oh, when I took it down, it was around fifty. Yeah. So. So what did you replace it with? Uh. Sex swings. What? A shelf full of about a dozen star screen recolors. Ah. Uh. So you took down one shrine to just create another one? No, it's just because I needed the space. I didn't have enough room on the regular shelf. Oh. You need some more shelves. Did I completely cut you off there in the middle of your story? Like, did no, you want to go back and there, add There anything? was no other story because I was making it up as I go along, and I'm just not very good at that. So, kind of so why the name Chainsaw Buffet? Literally. Literally, yeah. it just came out of the song being Hey, in that would head. be a good domain name to buy. And we said, "Hey, I wonder, I wonder if anybody has that domain name." For for anyone who's not aware of the song "Chainsaw Buffet," it's a song by a band called Lordy. And I think finally, gospel song. After five years, if you search for "Chainsaw Buffet," I think we come up before the song does now. <clears throat> yes. Now that wow! Nice. Really. Yes. Persistence was all it took. <laughs> Persistence is our only strong point. I think I spent the yeah. first couple of years worrying that we were going to get sued. I spent the first couple of years worrying about everything. And then and after still that, worried. we realized it was Lordy. Still and still. Well, yeah, because, like, the first time we went to MTAC, which was, like, the first time you guys actually got involved, you know, we pl- printed up flyers, and we were going to put them on tables and hand them out and stuff, and I was just, like, Dylan, paranoid you guys were going to leave them somewhere, and we were going to get, like, crap from MTAC, which now I guess it's kind of ironic that, you know, since... We know a lot of those guys, and yeah. they're awesome with us. Oh, Chainsaw Buffet, a series of panic attacks. I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to resurrect <laughs> this gif of Dylan uh, drinking borscht. Yes. Chad, Chad, you tried to create the series, Will Dylan Eat It? Which wasn't just me, it was turns a lot out, of other people. Turns out that he wouldn't. And No, there, we did not find anything that Dylan would not eat. But you find a lot of stuff he wouldn't Yeah, post. back in the old days we used to do that, and it just kind of petered out because there wasn't anything disgusting enough. I think you want us all to try, like, bum wine now. Like, 
You want us all to go permanently insane instead of just being Wait, sick for a couple of days. Like he hasn't been doing that for years. Like yeah, but thing. it's he's stuck on it. Not permanently. No. Temporarily mad. There's a there's a chance. Temporarily mad. Uh let's see. Oh yeah, one of the first articles was about the Star Trek themed funerary products. Yeah, I think you you did like Early on, you said, I'm going to write an article a day for 30 days, and you did. I did. And that was pretty cool. You didn't? Like, I did. Almost did. make it. I think oh. I was a little short, but I did manage to do that. You stuck with, with it, which was You know what? Cool. I'm going to start doing that in December. Seriously? Yeah. Sounds good. That sounds um, pretty awesome, considering... I think we all kind of Considering lost... we've kind of not posted anything except the... Uh... I think that's normal, though. Because I've had this discussion before. I had had discussion with some friends, I think it was last week, talk about, like, mentioned WordPress, and they said, oh, yeah, we tried to set up a WordPress site, and, you know, because we thought we'd write all these interesting things. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Although Dylan's uh, Deconstructing Spammer articles are really worth the read. Like, they go are. Back. I have one... I've ceased to be able to write anything funny. I just, I no different mindset. You just have, you just no, haven't you checked your spam up. folder lately. No, well, yeah, Gmail, but uh, yes, those those were those were fun to do. And the Church of the Immortal funny. Robot Reagan. Yeah, yeah, that that was a. We actually did, man, when we went to Kajalka Con, which was one of the first cons that we were actually like contacted to go to, um, or you know, like worked out like you know, uh, press or guest badges and stuff. I remember as one of our promos, we printed up menus. You'd come up with a menu, and people actually thought they were real takeout menus yeah. for a while. Really? Even though they yeah, were even all... though there was no phone number on them. Yes, there was they no were phone all number, no like address references on to you know, cannibalism. cannibalism as the song. I, I really still... I, we need to bring back were... the menu flyers. We've still got them. But we They're can... still on the site. We do... You know, we can just edit them a little bit and. But but do a menu that actually is an advertisement, basically for all the stuff that we do. Like include that stuff in there. I, I see it what was. you're saying. The final version was. So. Or at pod- least I made an updated version that was at current as of the podcast. So I don't remember if we ever actually used it at a convention, but I did. Yeah. But I did do the, but it in the format of a menu. That one was. There was also a uh, roboregonology track that I typed uh, up. Yeah, and, really you good. and you wouldn't let us Wait, leave it on the on There the table was one of my swear we used. It was like a, like a chip track have. kind of. Like yeah, a, we, yeah used it, we did printouts of those, and that was one of the I things that had. Dylan was paranoid about. Like, yes. We were going to. You know, yeah. Someone was going to find it offensive or but something. But holy crap, it was so good. Why did uh, we stop using that? Oh, yeah, because you know. kept having panic attacks. Now that we got you on drugs. Nah. Or Maybe we can start wine. doing the crazy stuff again. Now that we have like a good relationship with a lot of cons, and we know that they don't care and won't kick us out, that's for we start know. leaving business cards <laughs> and all that around. Actually, what's funny is I forget to bring any sort of flyers anymore because I'm so like focused and on why we else. have three listeners. Eh. I think that's kind of the way podcasting is because we we've we kind are the of, worst marketers ever. Well, no, we. Well, actually, that that is something no, to come back. No, it's to. not a wee thing. 
I think I'm worse than the rest of you, but well, yeah, Chad, I think I, I think Dylan's you, a close second. You and I both have this idea that if we do good work, that we don't need to to do a lot of market. We don't need to sell <laughs> our souls delusional. to the marketing god. We're delusional, and um, that, yes. that is not that is not the case. That is not the case, and and as with many things, it's it's very difficult to try to do something creative and also market it. So having four of us is actually like really good for that. Because we can kind of jump back and forth between, you know, hats. <laughs> jump back to, and forth between like, hats. Yeah, you know, wearing different hats for, for that sort of thing. Uh-huh. I'm I'm kind of like fedoras talking. No, lot, and I don't. We're want not to hipsters. Top hats. Well, I mean, Dylan's a hipsters hipster. have ruined just about every kind of kind of hat. Yeah, they've yes. not ruined top hats yet. They will. Oh, oh, they will. Once they get into, once hipsters get into the steampunk scene, ironically, because steampunk is steampunk is now too popular for them. I don't know. I think as long as I see bikers wearing top hats, um, hipsters cannot ruin them. Bicyclers or motorcyclists? Bikers, like motorcycle bikers. Why would a bicyclist wear a top hat? For God's sake! I don't know. Because it's a hipster biker. I love hats. I'll have to save that idea. I just want to hug all of them, but I can't can't hug every hat. I don't get it. There's a YouTube video of this chick making the harmony harmony video. Cats. Oh yes. yes. Oh yes. That's that's good. I'm also going back and looking at some of these uh, real time reviews I did back in the day. Yes, those were good. Those were good. I think. For one thing, we, we stopped doing a lot of these because we, we kind of burnt ourselves out on, like, there's only so much you can do. and It is actually easier to do a podcast. It's way easier because you just have to sit there and talk and then upload it. You have yep. to sit there and... The only know, one that has to do any work is Dylan. Yes. Eh, Which I, is actually why we didn't release a podcast for, like, six months at one point. Well, that and Mike just, you know, jump ship. No, that was after Mike, Mike stopped uh, doing, like, the... Podcast. I was like, doing eh, the editing. It was I, just I guess like, I have to start cracking the whip on these people if we're going to do this. Well, that's that's always an issue. Um, oh yeah, trying to get people to. Anybody know if they're still making the Jones Soda holiday packs? Dude, we need to do another no one of those idea. because we have done that a couple of years. When we did not document it the first time, but the second time we documented it on the site. We I have pictures on my Christmas this year. I have pictures of the of the first time, but we never wrote up. Thoughts at the time. It was terrible. Oh, it it's was terrible. terrible. But that, good point. But the fun like, is in the details. If you check like World Market, that's probably your best chance. Or Target. I remember I'm not sure if they're it. even doing it anymore. If they are, though, I would. One of those places is probably your best bet. If not, we can make our own. Our own Jones soda. Our own holiday soda. Our own Jonestown soda. I've made cucumber ginger soda. It's not that hard. So you can make weirder flavors. But that's a lot of work for something that's going to be terrible. No, it might not be terrible. For something that's that. intended to be terrible, anyway. That's like building a complex Rube Goldberg suicide machine. <laughs> like, what? What? Why are you making this soda only to make yourself hate it? Wow. Like, what's the point? Wow. Why are you doing this to yourself? Speaking of, of great moments from our history, um, anyone who watches a re- uh, regular show on Cartoon Network knows that, I believe it was this past week, 
at the time that we're recording this. Also, make sure that you've checked off at the time we're recording this from your Chainsaw Buffet bingo cards. Yes. Um, but they did an episode on the Gallon Challenge. Oh, Which yes. we did, you know, four years ago. Yes, yes we did. And I will never do again because that, that I think that just shows the people Dylan, behind regular you did it second. You did it twice. I know, but it was well. I think it makes the rounds. Like it, it we picked up well, on it when we did because we were in college. But a lot of their references too. Yeah, it are would be from like our childhood as well. That's true. Well, especially like the '80s references and. Oh, that that was an interesting because we did a podcast on the about the gallon challenge. We set up two mics and recorded the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there were pictures of where people drank food coloring beforehand, so they would puke. Well, no, no, no. There was I actually one the sequence coloring. of Nathan. I think just tinted his blue. No, no, no. Nathan, oh. they drank food coloring. Yeah. Oh. Nathan drank blue, yeah. and somebody else drank. I green. thought he actually colored his. Yes. Milk. And no, no, they okay. drank the f- food coloring before. Oh. And Which that was pretty gross. Oh, there's you a would... sequence of pictures of Nathan leaning over the porch puking. If I don't know who got that shot. If you, but... play it, if you look at it in reverse, it looks like he's being propelled backwards. <laughs> it does. It's pretty fantastic. There is an absolutely puke. beautiful picture of this, this blue stream from the bottom of the deck. I'm not oh. sure beautiful is the word. I drink chocolate milk. I think that was a good choice. Mike tried... I think he used Organic like... Organic whole milk. Yeah, whole milk. I, can't, I think maybe I did skim milk. Smart enough to never. And Mike just, like, didn't even make it ah, halfway. Jones Soda Holiday Flavors 4-Pack 2012. Where can you get it? Um, and what are the flavors? Don't know yet, but, okay, what are the flavors? Let's see. Because don't they change them up? Uh, they do ham. change them up every year. One, number one is gingerbread, two, sugar plum, uh, candy cane, and pear tree. These don't sound horrible. No, they don't. Pear it sounds like they've gotten rid of... They've unfortunately gotten rid of epic flavors like the Christmas turkey ham. And... <laughs> oh, I miss the turkey flavored. Thanks. And the green bean casserole flavored. The uh, the Gallon Challenge. Oh, that one was... Um, I think everyone walks into it with a different theory on how to beat it. And everyone is It's only like seven bucks for the four pack. Then we definitely need to do this. Uh, we are doing this. Basil tweeted, so I hear that Chainsaw Buffet is going to be running a Rule 34 Brony Giving Hugs panel at cons next year. Looking forward to it. Wow. And if you are listing online, look, we look, have the computer way over there, so yeah. we can't look, chat, chat. Look at that, so look at that panel being brought to you by Chainsaw Buffet and Awesome Cast. It's not like oh. anybody's in the chat room anyway. Well, Basil apparently is, is watching. Basil's watching it. Um, we should get naked for Basil. No. No. Everybody Maybe. gets naked for basil. No. Maybe little naked for basil? <laughs> no. Wow. Alright, so I'm going to go around. Um, everybody tell me... Um, name, rank, serial number? Yes, name, rank, serial number. And your favorite Chainsaw Buffet moment. Not involving a guest. Not involving a guest. Oh, fuck. I don't know that I can name my favorite, but I've got a couple that we'll name uh, them. we haven't discussed. Okay. Um, during one podcast, because early on we started doing energy drinks at the start of every podcast, because this was like a, a giant bomb game oh, yeah. that, that uh, Mike wanted to replicate. 
I remember because Mike just copies everyone else. That's right. I remember he, we were. No, that's why we had to kill him. Not anymore. No, Captain Dubstep was supposed to be like Mega Man and Metroid. Well, know, but Dubstep. finally, a game developer that doesn't try to relate to when they're talking about trying to describe their game, relate it in terms of other games. Like I'm, yeah. I am, I would not be the least bit surprised if every single game developer in the world has done that. I'm not gonna go down that that, that discussion. Anyway, we were. Um, we were trying the mana energy drink, and I can remember like drinking one of those, doing a podcast, and then for some reason after the podcast, I want to say Mike and Nathan were on that, and they were kind of on this whole talk about like investing in the stock market. And I remember having them having that discussion and just like, this is like there are too many variables, too many, you know, like. I couldn't process it, and uh, again, another wow. story about a panic attack. This time, actually induced by an energy drink. So there you go. This was like in 2008, <laughs> though, before the crash. I think it was, although they talked about it afterwards because it was a good place to get in for cheap. Although you know, you had to be careful what you pick. Um, and then the other, um, I was thinking. I actually do remember the the first podcast episode we did was uh, Mike and I were at a conference called DevLink in Nashville. And uh, we we actually recorded it after, after like, at the end of the day, after a bunch of sessions, and, you know. And early on, early on, we didn't have this nice recording set up. We had individual microphones, and we tried every way in the world to try to sync you know, multiple recordings up, so we we have it very nice now. Anyway. Charlie, go. I I don't know. In fact, half the crap that you people have mentioned I completely forgot about. Fantastic. I, I am I'm unfortunately only existing in the present with no knowledge of the future nor the past. Well no more knowledge of the past than I do of the future. <laughs> you exist in eternity? Maybe. <laughs> I exist outside of your time stream. He's Russian. His verb has no present tense. We we call you we we call you third dimensionals. Um, it's a bit derogatory. It 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 carries more weight in the fourth dimensional. I'm sure it does. Uh, universe. Um, Marty, you're not thinking fourth dimensionally. Indeed. Uh, what about you, Chad? Anything? I and there are I don't know. On on the topic of the early podcasts, back when we used to do the energy drinks. I do remember the worst energy drink I've ever tried. It's, it's, I don't know that it's... There's only one right answer. <laughs> there is only one. <laughs> I'm going to remind you... Name it, because I'm going to remind you of one that might be worse. No, this is the worst. This is the one what that was thinking might be worse. It's the Steven Seagal's lightning bolt. So even even worse than the, the ginger energy drink that had a yes. real ginger root yes. inside oh, of it? fuck yes. yes. The cherry <laughs> was rotten. <laughs> on, on top of all of this, folks, there's a customer service number on the can that we call <laughs> during, during the podcast. And it was disconnected. It was no longer in service. Oh, there's a reason for that because the company is no longer in service. I mean, those are some really old cans. Although I don't think energy drink ever goes bad. I, I don't think. I don't think it's it was the fact that it was that old. I don't I mean, think we, it was ever good to begin with. It can't really go bad. We we bought it from Walmart, so it wasn't like you know it just been sitting there in a convenience store for eighteen months. No, it it was recent, and I think they just got enough calls where they said shut it down. <laughs> 
Turn off the lights. It's time to go. Home. I like to think they reached their quota of complaints, and the foreman went out to the line and said, "Shut it down." <laughs> the call center like contacted the the energy drink guys like. Guys, if you want us to take this account, like you're gonna have to up your your uh, you know your yeah. buy-in because this is this is just we're spending too many hours on you guys. <laughs> and we're too not helping. We ain't helping crap. You know? <laughs> we ain't helping. There's also it's the, all uh... jokes. <laughs> it's all jokes. It's all just jokes. We ain't helping crap. There's also the uh... <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Also, Patrick says uh, they have Jones say they have five below for five bucks. I've never heard of five below. That must be something they have up north. Yeah, is that where he's so. from it's up north? Gotta be. I, I I think so. What is five below? I don't know. It, yeah, Patrick's from Philadelphia, so Dude. we'll try not to hold that against him. Right. Hey, maybe in, in, in West Philadelphia, born and raised on a playground is where I spent most of my days. That's Chilling the out, only Max, thing I know and about. Cool and shooting some b-ball outside of school. Did you have any other stories, Chad? Before I, we go honestly, into edition of, the I have blocked out most of my memories <laughs> of the early days. My my, I I haven't gone through and listened to all these. Let's let's be honest. But the one that always sticks in my mind is um, when we were talking about Metroid Other M, which I, I made a particular effort to talk about because they were talking about it being sexist. And I didn't think that they were being sexist per se, even though it was kind of a shit game for reasons that we got into. Um, like that, all this the traditional plat, you know action platforming stuff was good, but then they tacked on a bunch of Wii shit, and the story was awful. But they did the the typical Japanese wimpy young protagonist thing to Samus, which you know it's it's their thing, whatever. But it wasn't sexist, it's just a Japanese thing that they do all the fucking time. But anyway, uh, during the podcast, Dylan goes on this rant about, you need a knife and a plate to make a sandwich. Lasers and missiles, that's men's stuff. I don't think it was a rant, it was very short, it was just like a comment, but... I mean, Are that's... you sure he was sober? I'm, I'm positive. He was being himself. Uh, regarding Five Below, Patrick says it is uh, like a slightly better dollar store. Huh. Okay. Dollar I guess anything would have to be better dollar. than a slightly, or slightly better than a dollar. It's, it's like a dollar, ten, a dollar ten store, dollar twenty five. <laughs> Inflation. Hey, I would uh, bet Big Lots may still have leftovers of Jones Soda from last year. Probably. Yeah. Uh. Mm, oh. Actually, now that I think about it, it's not a bad idea. You got a Big Lots in town? Oh, it. I, I can guarantee you well, it's a bad idea. Yeah, it's idea. a bad idea. But... Shop, shopping for food at Big Lots is not what I call I don't know, food. man. I've gotten some good deals there. All you right. just check and your dates, poisoning. man. No, 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 because I check the date. All right, so I'm going to come back to you guys now because I don't know that we really have anything else to really talk about because we've basically been an abject failure. We also have recounted a lot of stuff for the mockumentary on YouTube. Um... Not much. A lot of it it's more happen, mock but... than humentary. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. And I haven't made that live yet, but I guess I will after this, unless someone yeah. wants to uh, watch it. I can't watch myself on tape. Uh, it's tough. Or it's listen to great, myself on... It's a great, yeah, I, uh, I can't listen to recordings of myself. It makes That's why nervous. nobody ever listens to this podcast, because now us will listen to it twice. Indeed. Um, unless we're editing it. I was there the first time. Why do I need to listen to it again? I remember what happened. (laughs) I know what we did. 
Except that I don't, but whatever. But anyway, uh, your your all-star match game. I, I'll be honest, I did not really think about this. I wrote this shit I, down. Well, I, I was have on a pad top of paper. this son of a bitch. I, uh, well, you have a phone. Type I, am, I am choosing, I although I realize I, after I got done that it's kind of a sausage fest and I feel bad. Right. Um, but I'm going to go with, at least initially, Eric Vale, Justin Cook, Chris Sabat, Kyle Haber, Yuri Lowenthal, and Neil Kaplan. I think that would be a good I list. think, yeah... I would I would probably have Neil Kaplan and Spike Spencer and oh, Spike Spencer basically good. everyone that was on that one MTAC After Dark panel. <laughs> I think. And probably someone playing a hand of cards against humanity just like as their answers. For all of them? No, 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 no not everyone. Just yeah, one actually person. that would be funny if, if to have one judge that doesn't even make up an answer. There's like this card, that's it. It should be somebody from Yu Gi Oh. Maybe Eric Stewart. <laughs> He's going to play his card face in defense mode. Yes. <laughs> and that's how he should answer all of them. I mean, As a, are you done writing down? I've played my, uh, my card in defense soul, mode. It's yes. called Mockumental. I, I flipped to reveal. Fist it, Ralph. That would be awesome. That, anyway. How about you, Chad? Oh. He didn't do he didn't. I didn't think it, that. It, just just name off six I'm, actors. I'm, I'm not it doesn't sure. Matter. Okay, Alan Tudyk, who else? Say your own name six times if you have to. How about the cast of Firefly? No. No, because I don't want to give Adam Baldwin work now that he's gone off the deep end. (laughs) Wow! (laughs) Shoot, damn. No, he didn't. Um, I'd have to say, Neil Kaplan would not be a bad choice from what I understand. Scott McNeil, definitely. He's he's batshit insane. Anybody who shows up for an interview wearing a Megatron costume... God, we need to interview Scott McNeil now. So bad. Yeah. Um, let's see. Maybe Bruce Campbell, although he's kind of... I think he's kind of tired of dealing with fanish shit from, from kind of the impression... Well, this would be the match game, though, so he'd yeah, just be able to, to cut loose. He's kind of... He could make fun of the fans with his answers. True. Bur- My answer is burners. <laughs> What's the question? Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. My answer would always be one word: schlong, because that can answer anything. Okay. Chad loves the schlong. <laughs> Chad loves the blank. Uh, uh, how blank was it? <laughs> how so so was blank, it? I blanked my blank. <laughs> okay. Well, now. Uh, I, I guess for me, <laughs> sorry, it's tough because I read so many awesome, awesome people do. Um, you said non-guest related, right? Uh, no, I say it could be anybody. Okay. Oh, I'm thinking of a different question. Yeah, you're thinking of, of favorite memory. Yeah. Um, for my match game, probably be Tara and Yuri. Mm. Um, Allie. Allie Hillis, I think, would, would be really funny. Um, Who else? Um, I think Jessica Strauss would be kind of funny because she would she'd sit there and she'd be like, I, I didn't know what to answer, so I just did this. Um, she's a funny lady. Um, she's cool. That'd be a good one. Um, and then probably um, Laura Bailey and Travis Willingham because Laura Bailey is a 
foul-mouthed woman. Those she are all the, good. No, she was. She was the one who explained what in the last yes. pipeline okay, was. Okay, she was only she in tech after, after dark panel. But... That, those are good choices. Um, I, cannot, I cannot fault any of those choices. But there are so many awesome people you interviewed. It would, it would be... Uh, yeah. Yep. Do we have any other questions? Uh, other memories? Any other... Things? Any other memories? I don't remember any Plenty. of Plenty. Most of them are related to, like, fundraising and interviews and really sappy shit about how awesome uh, a lot of the people we've interviewed have been. It's actually been true. We've had a, we've inter- like Charlie says, we've never had a bad interview. Never. And just some of, especially the ones we've done at cons, we've done in such weird conditions. Like, yes. When we had the manpower and the slants and the notorious MSG all in one room. That was that was a pretty epic interview because Explosion those those were supposed to be three separate interviews, and yes. then through various scheduling conflicts, you know, Christy Binkley, who was uh, head of media relations at the time, was like, you know, hey, can you guys, you know, would you be willing to interview all of them at once? And I'm like, if if those guys are okay with it, I'm fine with it. And of course, you know. The vampire and the slants know each other. And also, if you haven't already, uh, go to the Google Play Store or Amazon Music or as a you know, last resort, if you absolutely have to, go to iTunes and buy the Slants new album. Uh, yep. The yellow album. It's fantastic. And I'm not just saying that because we love them, but I am saying that because we love them. And um, our name is on a bus. Right. Our name is on, is on the motherfucking bus. Um... But that was just a fucking amazing interview with those guys. And the Notorious oh. MSG uh, crank calling Jen. That, that, was, that was pretty fantastic. Yep. Just completely dropping character to do a prank call. I um, appreciated that. Did get a te- that text message I was talking about earlier uh, came from one of the people from kind of Hot Corner, uh, Drew. He said, uh, since I'm nowhere near a computer, I'm texting you uh, my fan mail for the show. Uh, congrats to Chain Buffet on your five-year anniversary. I love your show, and I hope you guys give up the good work. Uh, so that was... That's pretty awesome. Well, yeah, that's that's uh, pretty sweet. awesome. Um, He's sweet. But yeah, it's one of those things where I kind of wanted to avoid talking about the guests too much, because then it... It gets weird. Yeah. But really... I, yeah, it's I, sexual weird. It's... Yeah, it's a very sexual weird. And, and some of them, um, you know, I still talk to all the time, um, which which is really cool. Um, and and even people that I don't talk to very often still remember us. Like, yeah. uh, when we had Neil Kaplan on for Anime Fans Get Back to Japan, he instantly remembered who I was. He said, you know, next time we talk, let's not do it, you know, during a, you know, some sort of flood or catastrophe. Yes, um, I almost forgot that we. Uh, yeah, yeah. That was our. That was the first time we really had like some big voice yeah, actor. Yeah, he was our first con. voice actor interview. Neil Kaplan was. It's true. Really? Yeah, I didn't yep. realize that. Um, because I was really nervous. Uh, this this is really funny now because we've done so many interviews with so many people. But I was really nervous because we were interviewing Spike Spencer, and I was just such a huge Evangelion fan. It was kind of intimidating for me because I wanted it to come out really good, and I didn't want to, you know, be all spazzy and fanboy and have it sound really stupid. Um, so I was really grateful that Neil Kaplan was there first because 
it gave me an opportunity to break in before talking to Spike, and it wasn't. Yeah. And, and that's not a dig against Neil Kaplan because he's freaking awesome. He, 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 is, he yes. is incredible, but he was the perfect guy for that first interview because you know he's very sarcastic. You know, I introduced him, myself to him. I said, you know, I'm John, by the way, and he goes. Uh, you know, John, by the way, that's a weird last name. I said, it's actually by the wub, but, you know, you have the A on the end, it's French-Canadian. Um, and and that loosened me up enough to where I could talk to him, and, and the rest of the weekend went really well after that. Yeah. I think that was the same weekend that we did the first, like, joint interview with Awesome Cast. Yeah, that was, yeah. That was the Spike Spencer interview. Yes. And we've been regretting doing that <laughs> We've been since. regretting that decision ever since. I don't know. We've had some uh, really great like joint podcasts. It's, with it's weird different... being stalked by Basil. Session call. Session call. But I, I don't think any of the guests are listening. But if they ever did listen to this, uh, very heartfelt thank you to all of them. Uh, not just for taking the time to talk to us, but for all the charitable things that they've done to us. Yeah, for, for us too. <laughs> you know, well, there was that one time with me and Yuri, but that's a different story. Um, <laughs> God, I don't know why. Why whenever I uh, say something sexual about a voice actor, it's always Yuri Lowenthal. It's safe, and also his name is you know synonymous <laughs> with, with uh, lesbian hentai, yeah. but not because of anything he Sorry. did that what, we know what's of. Wrong with... Also, also he's uh, you know from Tennessee, which means it's okay. It's, it's okay. It's from the south. He knows. <laughs> he knows what it's like. <laughs> he knows what. It <laughs> doesn't make any sense, but sure. Shut up. Sure does. Um, but you know, there's so many just really charitable people out there, and you know, God, God bless them. We've we've been lucky enough to talk to them, but and hey. then work with some really cool people like Awesome Cast and Kona Hawk Corner. Yeah. And uh, One Piece podcast and uh, yeah, Ass Backwards. Yeah. Shouts to Doc. Um, mm. And probably some other podcasts that I'm not thinking of. Right. Some of the ones at GMX, we work with technically on the uh, Rob Paulson press conference. True. And also, speaking of interviews, we've got a couple of more from GMX that we haven't posted yet. Um, one with oh, yeah, uh, right. Ellen McLean and one with uh, Doug Walker, the Nostalgia Critic. So be looking for those. Um, uploads have been a little slow because of the holiday and shit, but. Actually, I think we've got a bunch of uh, interviews that we did at all of the video stuff. I don't think we've ever posted. Right? Uh, we know I mean, we've I've got them up on YouTube, but I don't think I ever posted on Twitter or anything. I don't, so I don't think that. we tweeted that out, but I think it is on the site itself, like yeah. the playlist. But I'll, I'll make sure to tweet that as well. Because um, there's nothing else you have seen me talk with uh, David Williams from Sentai Filmworks yes. and formerly uh, ADV. Fr- from the very fucking beginning of ADV. Which that was funny, even though it was really short. He's oh. he's one we need to get on for like a full. Yes. Doctor says, uh, "Congrats on five years." Who oh. says? Doc says, Con- "Thanks, Doc." Yep, we love you, Doc. We think you're sexy. That too. Uh, now everyone check their device. Oh, okay. I, let's well, see. Oh, Basil asked what our favorite Basil experience. Was. Oh my god! All of them. Yeah, all <laughs> of them. Right. I think name well, a basil ooh, experience that was awesome. Dylan's got one. I've got Wait, one. This wasn't really a, this was more like Basil leading us through hell as uh, Virgil led uh, Dante. Um, through Devil May Cry? No. Uh, 
MTAC. We MTAC uh, last year or this year. Uh, Charlie and I uh, talked with Basil. Uh, we were going to do a podcast like we usually do, and so he brings us down to a large number of people who are drinking, and and they're uh, all the the directors of other conventions. Yes. yes. We hang around there for a little while, and a very respectful Nico. Yeah, Nico did say he respected you, but he had to be drunk to do that. And then, like, at GMX, you, you like, he threw doesn't... his drink on him, so, you know. Well, it, he had it coming. That's gone. That's just, that's all gone. But, so we go back and we record, and um, James comes in. <laughs> in the middle of the podcast. The guy who does editing, I believe. Yes. For the awesome cast. And gets right up on the microphone and tells the world how he paid two chicks to make out. <laughs> Though my favorite part was that once we when we informed him... Not coincidentally, that was not the last time that yeah. prostitution would make its appearance on our show. Um, uh, when we informed him that he was clipping, he proceeded to get right up on the microphone and yell, I'm clipping like a motherfucker. Not technically a... A Basil experience, but one an experience that Basil ushered us into. Well, the drunk cast in total was just awesome. It was. All, the awesome cast is at its awesomest when it is drunk. When it is yes. awesome drunk. Uh, I firmly believe this. What what is what is your guys' favorite? Uh, maybe maybe all we should of them. try the. Uh... It's although it all it seems like every time I saw Basil, it meant that I was headed to a room party. It's like every time I, I just passed by, it's like. Hey, you're doing this. Awkward room parties. Yes, because I, I don't or, know. Or the time when Basil told us about a room party, and he wasn't there when we showed up, and <laughs> I was confronted with Carl Horn, who edits the Evangelion manga, among many other things. I'm like, fuck, now what do I do? <laughs> yes. And I, I'm sitting there thinking, like, we shouldn't be here. These people don't know who we are. Why are we eh. here? Again, another story. And then in, Basil showed up. Another story ending yeah. in Dylan having an anxiety. Attack. Also ended up at the best Japanese restaurant I've ever been at. At that particular AWA, yes, of Basil. So whenever here, here's a little tip for anyone that may be listening. If you know Basil, if you don't know Basil, know he Basil. hands you a card well, with a room number if, on it. If, you if, go if, there. If you don't know Basil, know him. If you do know Basil, <laughs> if he ever suggests that you do anything, you do it because um, if you, you will either remember it the rest of your you. life or you will never remember it. <laughs> yes. One of two things will happen as a result. You will have a great time, and you will either remember it for the rest of life or never remember it at all. And and that is just amazing. I I don't know that I could live near him. Be I I, I don't it know what be, my it would be too fantastic. I think my life would be too awesome, and I wouldn't be able to take it, and my heart would give out. Right. I don't know how Kevin does it. Doc says or James. I or, think you guys are sexy too. Yeah, I appreciate that. Um, so favorite basil experience. Or Bay's experience. I, it's it's tough to pick one, but I think I think it bears repeating. Even though we talked about it very recently, the uh, the risque cosplay oh uh, from GMX. Holy crap! <laughs> and then Denzel sh shows up, and Basil, you know, he's staring, oh shit, he's staring off into space, and Basil goes, oh shit, he found Jesus, Denzel. <laughs> Holy crap, I forgot about that. See, again, uh, you'll either remember the rest of your life or you will never remember it. And also, uh, same convention, uh, you know, Basil's like, we're, we're sitting there and they're clearing out the room for uh, 
Hey, it's a Rob Paulson and Billy West Q&A. We may be giving Basil, away more Basil's like, you know what? No, we don't have to make We're press. And then somebody came and talked to us. He's like, no, it's fine. We're press. And they left us alone. Uh, Again, if Basil comes up to you and says, hey, you should do this, or hey, want to go do this. You do you it. Say you say Yeah, you say, you, you do not tell Basil no. I mean, you can, but you will be sadder for, for having done so. I, I think we just, I, I, I hope we've made Basil sad that he asked this question. Uh, Incidentally, if, if anyone is watching and wants to ask us questions, at Chainsaw Buffet on Twitter. Yeah. If you want to ask us questions about Basil, we, we are happy to answer them. Uh, Patrick said on Twitter that we might remember the Basil experiences again years later as PTSD. Joke's on you, Patrick. I already have PTSD. I... There's nothing with Basil that's traumatic, though. No. No. Post-awesome just stress disorder, as with As with Chris, it is awkward sometimes, but it is always entertaining, because you don't know what will, will happen. You know, speaking of, I don't know why this prompted me to think of this, but, uh... Oh, man. I remember it was Intech 2011, yeah. It was, it was the last time that the Slants had played there. And, uh, I, th- I, okay, I, I probably shouldn't tell this story, but I'm going to, anyway. Oh, crap. Um, does this involve like, hugging? Th- no, there, there was a thing where everything was running late, and they were trying to get the slants to cut their set early to start the rave. And of course, the rave goes on for way too fucking long, anyway. Pretty much the entire convention for some people. So, what what they decide to do is, you know, they just, you know, let the audience decide, you know, what they wanted to do. If they wanted to go ahead and start the rave, or if they wanted them to do some more songs. And, of course, everybody's like, yeah, you play some more songs. And then, at the very end, they do something that they do at some of their shows that they had never done at Intec before. Uh, they decided that this was the year that they were going to uh, have Aaron breathe fire at the end of the show. <laughs> and I I remember flipping out because it was really awesome. This... And uh, he did it right near the sprinkler system too. This cannot end well. And no, it, it did. Ended well. It was great. But I, I remember talking with Simon about it the next day. I said, "Wow, that was awesome." You know, uh, he's like, "Oh yeah, you had never actually been to one of our shows where we had done that." I said, "No, I hadn't had the pleasure." He said, yeah, we just, uh, and, and and I can't do a very good Simon impression, but, you know, if you've ever met Simon, he's very quiet, very low-key, and he, he's like, yeah, I just decided it was better to beg forgiveness and ask for permission. And, I mean, it, it was it was so funny. It was the same good. convention where we figured out that, that Simon and Aaron act a lot like brothers. Yes. And that Aaron is the, is the aggressive... Uh, almost bullying brother, and Simon just wants yeah, to Yeah, because Chris was telling us a story about, you know, I think it was in the green room or something, and Simon was, like, all the way across the room, and Chris is like, you know, you know, why did you even... He's like, yeah, Aaron kept hitting me. <laughs> it's Simon awesome. is the Dylan of the Slants, or I am the Simon <laughs> of Chainsaw Buffet. Uh, God bless those guys. Yeah. Say, I'm saying that Johnny left. Um, he wanted to do other things, but hmm. they 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 all survive. They've done band lineups before. Yeah, hopefully Johnny does well wherever he ends up doing. Who else should we remember, or shamelessly 
Remember all too. the things. I don't know. I think we've covered pretty much everyone, and now we're just like rehashing strange old stories. Yes. Of uh... we're gonna start telling stories of religions and be telling after this. I think we already have. That one wasn't bad. There, there's very few stories yeah. that we really shouldn't tell. I don't think there's anything. That... I, I've got a few, but well, we'll, we'll keep those. That's for the ten year. Yeah. Oh. Uh... I'm checking to see if anyone tweeted anything, because I don't know. Uh, not recently, aside from Basil says we're way kinder to him than he deserves. That's a fact. That's a factual statement. What side what? are we live streaming on? Uh, Ustream. Ustream, the one that nobody uses anymore, because everybody uses Twitch. And, and in general, like people have been like way nicer to us than, than we deserve. That's yeah. a fact. Yeah, just convention. And, and again, like go back and look at the videos we did from a Awa of you know a bunch of people, pretty much people we knew from other conventions. Like you know they uh, they were happy to not only do the interviews but to participate in the weird sort of. Um, uh, let's say performance art that surrounded <laughs> some of it. Uh. Oh, I, I think it, uh, now that I'm thinking of it, talking about people I know from other conventions, uh, a happy belated birthday to Jess from Momocon. We actually did say that we were going to get her on the, uh, Yeah, we do need to we get, still her gotta get her on the podcast. Talk about poop. We to talk to... about poop and rectal health. Well, we're going to do a segment called the Poop Cast. Or Chainsaw Buffet Goes to Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's I think that's every segment. That's what we should call it. I want to give I want to give Jess a five minute segment to just talk about whatever poop related issue she wants to talk about. Done. I, I think we just need to you know get Jess on Skype uh, and just get her in a conversation about poop and then record it and release the snippets. I'm glad I, I was say that because otherwise that would be the entire podcast, maybe a couple of podcasts. I'm glad I was up in the media room when you guys had this well, discussion. Well, you can definitely say it won't be the number 1 podcast Ooh. of all time. So it'll be new to you when she talks about it? Yeah. No, so because I know just no. She talks about things other than poop. I know, and I would prefer to to focus on those other things, but what is wrong with intestinal health for you? Why, why, how is that some sort of taboo? It's not taboo. It's just, just there's a limit to how much I want to hear about it. And I, pretend it's I, think there's, I think there's some real potential here. This podcast could start a movement. Nah, I see uh, what you did there. Uh, uh, I wonder how that's going to come out in the recording. <laughs> no, we're not going to start a movement. Uh, we're just going to be constipated, apparently. But yeah, we should... We should thank all those other convention people. Yeah. Yes. I don't remember who they are. So. Sassy. Last words. Sassy Nico and, and the Hamacon group and the MTAC and GMX groups. And... We're, we're technically part of Basil's entourage uh, when it comes Which to Hamacon. Awesome. And Basil, get at me when you want me to uh, start letting you know who, uh, who, which guests to invite for uh, Hamacon in 2013. I got some in mind for you. Scott McNeil. Oh, yeah. But I'm Justin talking, Cook. I'm talking about people that, you know, we actually uh, know and have talked to. Screw that. That's, no, that's... Not just like you You are the the vessel through which we obtain uh, voice actor interviews and, and get to meet people. Now, I am I am the vessel through which we obtain uh, voice yeah. actor interviews. We, well, I, I would he love is the vessel we use real time to... Uh, feedback I would, from, I would love to get a Real-time feedback interview. from Doc. Goes to shit would sound great as a tell-all book. Is there really much to tell? Like, we don't have that many, uh... 
Dark secrets? No. Speak for yourself. I a few. Okay. Well, mine aren't okay. really secret, but you have dark publics. <laughs> oh, I think that may be a that may be a discussion if we ever go, jump back to. I don't think we should do it this podcast to the uh, the second album post you made because I I think uh... I don't know. Oh yeah. And if anybody listening has any ideas for that one month promise I've rashly made. Um, did you, yeah, were you planning think, to do that? No, or did you no, do that just, no, just spontaneously? In the heat of the That was exactly what I was like, he just decided to do that. He, yeah, he turned December that. into his own NaNoWriMo. Oh. Enjoy. Because I didn't get to do Nano this year. I feel like I should have. If I'd, I didn't what? get to do NaNoWriMo this year. National Novel Writing Month. If I'd come up with like a list of I do topics, not like that particular uh, shortening of the name. That just um, that just sounds ridiculous. People should stop using that immediately. Well, last year I got cut short on it by events outside. And this year I... Dogs? No. <laughs> it was because my dad got run over by a tractor. Remember? The dogs were driving. <laughs> wow, this is... This is gonna get so bad. I'm this time last year was bad for a lot of people's dads. Yeah. Yeah. But this year, this year the nano thing was just because between work and everything else, I just also you wrote an actual damn novel. Published author. Published. No, published fucking author. That is the that is the legitimate title. Thanks for reminding me. Chad he is available for guest spots at th- Thanks for reminding me. Yes, yes if you are running a convention and you want a steampunk author. If you want a, a actual, punk. factual, steam diesel punk author who knows his shit. Get somebody else. This motherfucker right here. You get yourself some no. Chad published fucking author <laughs> Rasnick. Certified yeah. published fucking author. CPFA Rasnick. Thanks for reminding me. I still haven't finished the print questionnaire to get the to get the uh, in print. Well, finish it. Are they I actually? Want a, I want a hard copy. Huh? Are they actually looking at doing that in print? Oh yeah, they do that. It's just I haven't had a chance to read through the novel and I, make uh, sure that everything's good before. I it want goes hard copy. I as well want a copy for myself. Yes. Yep. Well, tell me if any errors in it. Okay. All of them are errors, but they're still beautiful. So yes, conventions out there. I'm looking at you, Chatacon. I'm looking at you, other conventions. GMX. Think. I, hey, I don't GMX. Think, hell's yeah. I don't think that any convention wants me as a guest. Hey, G- GMX had because everybody and their mother. Wait, wait, no, wait a minute. Certified published drunk, fucking su- author. Supposed to be drunk and cranky toward the fans. I think you can handle If you want the Ironheart, Chad Rasnick, buy it on Amazon now. If you want the steam diesel punk literary version of Neil Kaplan, you get yourself some Chad Rasnick. I I think... I thought we were going to lay off of Neil about the... uh... No, he's not. No, no, no. No, no. He is is an entertaining frickin' drunk. You're the angrier. I just figured you'd be entertaining as well. I wasn't talking about angry. I was talking about entertaining. I, I have I have seen Neil Kaplan towards Tipsy, and Neil Cla- he is Neil a show. We are sorry. Who's we? I have never said a bad thing about Neil Kaplan, nor would I ever. I respect the hell out of that man. He is a national treasure. He is a, a national na- treasure. Kennedy Center, that get is on true. it. Not, not, not like the Nicolas Cage movie, an actual effing national treasure. Yeah, actual factual. I wouldn't, I wouldn't so get yourself some Chad Rasnick conventions located between Chattanooga and Knoxville. Basil, yes. if you're listening, I got your email. I'll I'll get back to you on that. 
If you know what he means. If you know what I mean. If you know what I'm saying. Did Did we just have an actual guest dis- you know, guest appearance discussion? Not not like um. Not us being guests, but you getting. Yeah. Yeah. Did we do that right on the podcast yeah. right now? I'm, yeah. That's that's a thing that just happened, folks. I I have Dude. already got the wheels turning on this. We are the kingmakers. <laughs> <laughs> Obama's second term, that was us. Yep. We got out the vote. You, you know why? Not because we supported him, just for the hell of it. Just we, to prove that we had the power. Just to say, look at our balls. Because Romney looked at us the wrong way. He did. He looked at us askew, and I was like, fuck I, you, I sir. I said I wanted a binder full of women, and he refused to give it to me. I thought it was Romney's wives that got mad at us. That's All it. 26 of them. Because they were the binder full of women well, we wanted. Mormons aren't, aren't like that anymore. I mean, not in public. Not in practice. But but in not theory. not in public. But uh, in private is another matter. But that's Romney had forty seven percent of my support. <laughs> da, 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 and he da, da, sent da, da. that forty seven percent to Kolob. I'm poor, and the poor part of me wants to support Obama. I'm white and male, <laughs> and that part of me wants to support Romney. How can I do both? Oh, I couldn't. It's quite simple. Just go to whoever gives you the bigger gift. Right? Hmm. Well, I think we just killed this pig. Yeah, I think so, too. Everybody, thanks for listening uh, for the last... Keep listening. Go to conventions. Support your local drugs dealer. Support your local... (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Whatever. Support your local convention. All right. We're out. Peace. Session gone! Station Con. Who do we need? Basil. Who do we love? Everybody else. Whoa. Whoa. Fuck you, phone. Stop telling me who I'm going to call. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters.